0: to you live from the chamber of haunter studios this is haunting you i'm your host keone hutton and i'm leslie reed welcome back everyone to the haunting you podcast i am so excited to be wow that didn't take long at all did it i am so excited to be podcasting again it has been freaking three months since we have gotten to get together and and do a podcast and uh, honestly i was going through a bit of withdrawal because i have not been able to podcast but that's okay i survived the ship is back in port and we are finally able to start talking halloween again and of course i missed fear expo by a freaking week a week it was last weekend yeah
1: Yeah, it was awesome and you were very much missed by everybody
0: That honestly, that's that's very touching. I'm I'm I truly am touched. Everybody who came up, it's like,
1: Where's Kioni? Where's the other guy? (laughs) But you weren't here last year. (laughs) Constantly,
0: that it warms my heart that people that people were you were very asking about me. That's that's beautiful to everyone who came out about
1: you, (laughs) like everybody
0: to everyone who came out to the booth. Thank you. For coming out to the booth thank you for hanging out with leslie keeping her company since i couldn't and the warm welcome that this industry has given us just freaking warms my cold dead heart it's it's wonderful
1: yeah it it really was so much fun
0: yeah (laughs) so i didn't
1: even get to do half of the things that i wanted to do
0: (laughs) always every freaking time but that's what we want to talk about today we want to do a recap episode to talk about all of the awesome things that leslie did at at fear expo because i couldn't be there so i want to live vicariously through her and hopefully if you weren't able to be there you can also live vicariously through our discussion here tonight
1: <laughs> yes because living think vicarious through me is not dangerous
0: speaking speaking of hazardous things uh, we you know we warned all of the all the listeners if they were to come and visit you to remember that you were stabby did that become a problem at any time during the show did you need to become stabby?
1: No. no. The only time I needed to become stabby was at the hotel during costume ball because we had people who decided that they were going to party without closing their doors.
0: Mm, yeah, that happens. That happens.
1: Yeah. So we, we, we got that handled without stabbing, though.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad your, your weekend was stabbing free. And thank you. All, yes. Thank you, listeners, for not antagonizing Leslie to the point of stabbing. Greatly, greatly appreciate.
1: I did find a baseball bat that I really, oh, really wanted no, to get. Oh no,
0: no, 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 It was no. so
1: nicely balanced.
0: No, maybe like it. We just, it, we it, will it, talk about that. Let, <laughs> we'll, let let's talk about. It. But let's let's back up first. Talk first about like the logistics of getting there. How was like the flights? How did you? What did? What was your strategy to get there? Where did you stay? You know, all of the logistical things before we dive into the show.
1: Yeah. So, you know, in terms of logisticals, there's definitely, you know, it is a little bit out of the way. It's in Owensboro. And while they do have an airport, you have to take a couple of puddle, ho- puddle hoppers to get there. And, you know, pricing of flights and, ter- and that type of thing definitely goes up when you do that. Um, you know, coming from Denver, we do h- did have a couple of uh, direct flights. So we took advantage of those because otherwise the layovers were just ridiculous. So we You, flew to you lose so
0: much of your day if you're sitting in airports.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we, it really, it was one of those of, yeah, we might've saved a couple of bucks, but we would have lost. I mean, we literally would have almost had to travel on Wednesday to be able to make use of anything else. So we flew into Louisville, picked up a rental and drove to Owensboro, but we did not realize Louisville's in central as in Eastern time. (laughs) Owensboro (laughs) is in central time.
0: So what I'm hearing is you gained an extra hour. You gained an extra hour (laughs) flying in.
1: We didn't know what time it was <laughs> at all. Like, like ever. For the entire weekend, the
0: whole <laughs> yeah,
1: the whole weekend. It was like I, things will shut down when people tell us to shut it down and to open it. And you know, my my watch hasn't updated yet, so it's on Mountain Time, or maybe it was on. Clocks were terrible <laughs> and useless. <laughs> but in terms of actually getting there, um, pretty straightforward. Very, very nice drive. Um,
0: how how long was the, the drive, Vienna, the, the Louisville-Owensboro drive?
1: It's like an hour and a half, two hours. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's all, you know, highway, but nothing, you know, once you get out of Louisville, nothing in the city. Yeah. You do get to drive by a very nice nuclear power plant.
0: How appropriate. Can't talk too much yeah. about that right now, but that is working as inspiration for uh, <laughs> another project that we are uh, we're currently working on. Tune in in a couple months. More details to follow. <laughs> but all of that besides, uh, so what do you,
1: what
0: do we, you think of Owensboro?
1: I see what they're trying to do with the with the town. Uh huh. And I, I hope it works. <laughs> I hope that they're successful. <laughs> okay, you, you got to elaborate. So, Owensboro is very, very clearly like you drive in anywhere on the outer rim. You're driving through industrial old school farmhouses that have kind of built up into you know a city center. But really mm-hmm. when you get in and, and the closer you get to the river, they are trying to revitalize the town and turn it from a strictly industrial and you know transport stop on the Ohio into a much more convention friendly, arts friendly, modernized and welcoming place for more people to say, hey, denver's freaking expensive here's this nice town where i can get a bit house that's twice the size of mine for a third of the cost
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we we actually did look at a couple of housing to see what was on redfin just to get pricing much <laughs> 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 like, would it cost to actually buy a house here
0: a lot less than denver is the is the answer.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> when I'm seeing five bedroom, four bath, three thousand plus square foot houses with land for like less than three hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, compare that to uh <laughs> we stopped in at there's an open house in our neighborhood, uh just a couple doors down from us. So of course we stopped in just to see. It's really- uh three bed, three bath, thirteen hundred square feet on an eighth of an acre. Take a get take a stab, oh. take a stab on the the price.
1: It's Here's your
0: in Fremont, California.
1: Mm-hmm. You've got to be over a million,
0: 1.5 for 1300 square feet. I couldn't, I can't do I, it, I've I couldn't justify in... it. No, I, oh God, no. I don't like, see like the value. Is... I do not see the value. Clearly, somebody does because that's what these freaking houses are going for. But holy, shit, I don't see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. Either way, Owensboro, very very nice town. I love what they're trying to do, especially with the riverfront. They've got some lovely, you know, running paths, and they're building up some great restaurants and a, and really a great city center.
0: Oh my gosh, that so river! I, I applaud. Them. Tell me you tell me you walked the river. Gorgeous, Riverwalk. absolutely no, freaking
1: gorgeous. The the when we would have, it was downpouring rain.
0: Like, <laughs> that does happen.
1: <laughs> downpouring rain.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, no, I. I there's definitely a lot of stuff that we didn't get to do and didn't get to explore. Like we pretty much lived either in the hotel or the convention center. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And most of the, pretty much all the convention center time was on the convention floor. So I did not get to any classes, which I'm bummed about.
0: Oh man. I like, Yeah, it it happens to me every time I get, I have so much fun on the show floor that I completely forget anything else is happening. (laughs)
1: Lovely town, I love what they're doing with it. Definitely can see, you know, why they're wanting and trying to attract all of these, you know, conventions mm-hmm. and organizations mm-hmm. to come and support the town.
0: Yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. applaud
1: them for, for the work that they're doing and the efforts that they're putting in. It's a lovely town.
0: It's a lovely town. It's it, a super it really lovely is. town. Tell me about the uh, the load in and setup, everything that you were doing. <laughs> First, what day did you fly in? So, like, stuff was started. Can- so
1: we flew stuff started um they actually had things starting on wednesday yeah you could start doing load in and set up on wednesday mostly for vendors who are moving
0: giant pallets of you know large animatronics stuff like that stuff that takes a while to set up our little table you don't really need that
1: yeah (laughs) i have a story about that (laughs) for later yeah but so we flew in on thursday we got into the town about three, four o'clock. Again, I have no idea what time it actually was because of time changes. Fair. We got in late afternoon, kind of just chilled, long flight. We got up way earlier than either one of us are used to. <laughs> and then decided, okay, let's let's just go over and set up the booth. Uh, the other thing that was happening Thursday that started in the early, early morning was haunt tours. Now, that is mm. the one thing about Owensboro that isn't ideal for our type of convention. There's no local haunts i you have to drive i very hear that far
0: that sounds like a opportunity to me
1: oh yeah absolutely for, for people <laughs> who are like "Ooh, i can do this but until that happens the haunt tours just spend a lot of time in a bus
0: yeah yeah
1: and you start very very early in the morning and you got back very very late at night um i know there were some hiccups with some food and some other things related to it but it sounds like it was pretty much resolved um yeah, and so again, this is the second year.
0: Sure. Like the things I was hearing, just watching on Facebook, it sounds like they ran like three buses on, for the ultimate haunt tour. There were six haunts that they were going to mm-hmm. and vast majority went, went very smoothly as the night yeah. went on. They like ran out of food, didn't have enough for the number of people who had showed up, you know, that those kind of issues. And yeah. it happens like it happens. Yeah.
1: And that happened it's a couple a good of times over the course Yeah. And Doug was taking notes all over the place. And that did happen at other points during the convention.
0: Really? Um,
1: Yeah. One of the, it was Friday night. They ran out of food. Now, part of that was everybody was served themselves at the buffet
0: Mm, and was not
1: thinking of everybody else. So one of the big things that they did was (laughs) no more unsupervised hunters being allowed to serve themselves.
0: Smart. Because I can put down some buffet. Let me tell you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the rolls were de- the rolls were delicious.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yes, yeah. I mean, again, this is the second year of the haunt. They expanded it quite a bit and got a lot more people coming than I think they initially expected and planned for. Especially in terms of the people who are willing to pay um, and I wanted to do the VIP. I definitely saw many, many more VIPs walking around during the entire week- um, weekend mm-hmm. than I saw of general admission
0: interesting that honestly doesn't surprise me very much i think if i remember our conversation with doug correctly um the vip ticket was like 65 dollars. general admission was 25 and the vip gives you full access to freaking everything like everything. you're not paying for classes like you're not a lot
1: of yeah so many things that the vip gave you that it just it was one of those cases of you know, why wouldn't you
0: yeah yeah um, so That's definitely for 40 saw bucks a like
1: a lot of v- I mean, and that included food, that included snacks, that included, you know, a place to relax, um, all, all, all of the, the classes, after hours
0: activities, all of the, all classes. the after hours,
1: all the classes, um, just absolutely everything. You, you yeah. really, you might as well have just been a vendor to come in
0: <laughs> as a VIP. Yeah, yeah. You're basically getting all the same um, benefits and you don't have to worry about setting up a table.
1: Yeah. Luckily, our table was very, very small because I we <laughs> didn't realize that there were important things in some of the packages. Because I pulled Leslie,
0: it,
1: <laughs> it pulled it out and was like, "Okay, it's so opening." It. Oh, it just looks like a screen. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, this is what you must have used to, you know, be a screen on the."
0: <laughs> yeah, about that, so the box. So <laughs> last year when I went, we had a twenty by ten. Um, you know, twenty foot by ten foot booth because uh, there were a couple of extra booths and Doug wanted to bless us and and gave us the extra spot, which was awesome. It let me put up a giant, um, fifteen foot screen that I projected onto and had all our videos running onto that. Right. Well, this year there were so many more vendors, there were no extra booths. He wasn't. He couldn't give us a give us that extra space, and so could not send that screen. But less that screen goes in a box that is like four feet long, two feet wide, (laughs) a foot deep. Like there was no way I was shipping that to you.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that. Cause I don't think they are taking it anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. That's the kind of thing that I just load in the back of the truck when I'm driving. Like that it's not, it's not shipping otherwise.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So our booth, I mean, it took us half an hour to set up really.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, when we we did that Thursday night,
0: we're not, yeah, I mean, we kind, we're not offering I any mean, kind. We're not offering anything to uh, to people besides you know, t-shirts, stickers, pamphlets, like candy. Candy, I, th- candy was yes. a good call. I I love having candy because it keeps people coming back.
1: Yes, and keeps me entertained.
0: That as well. I have snacks and sugar rush.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, very important.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like you got very, pretty very much important. loaded in, loaded in, set up on on Thursday evening, on and Thursday then... evening.
1: Friday, we went and we did the, their opening remarks. And then we went and ran our errands to get more of our brochures printed yeah. out.
0: yeah,
1: And just to get some supplies for the, for the booth. Did that, came back, just kind of hung out on the floor until it officially opened.
0: Yeah. And so fr- Friday then- was the VIP networking day. So they had... For all the VIPs, they had classes going on. They had uh, all of these crazy, I say crazy, all of these, I don't know, thorough maybe? Amazing amazing (laughs) networking opportunities uh, for all the vendors, excuse me, for all the VIPs who were there on Friday. So that they were doing all of that and then got like a personal, not personal, but not open to the general public yet. Like it was only open to the VIPs. They got to go on the show floor before anybody else.
1: Yeah, which was great because Everybody could kind of walk around and see what was there, which, you know, there was really a lot of just meandering and yeah. sightseeing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a nice way to ease into it. And then sure. Saturday, everything really picked up because people are like, okay, I know what I want to look at more. I know what I want to see more of, I know who I want to talk to. They've already had their plan of attack um, as well. It's kind of nice to get there early and just settle in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: you don't feel you don't feel nearly as rushed um so friday evening was
0: speed networking
1: <laughs> speed networking
0: my favorite event how which first describe the speed networking event how how did it like what was the method of this this <laughs> this event
1: <Les>? chaos <laughs> we had far more people Vendors and buyers show up to attend than were expected. So, trying I, I'm sens- to I'm sensing out-
0: a trend so far in, yeah, in what you're yeah. talking about. This here. has
1: definitely been a case of the the, the, the hazards of success, <laughs> <laughs> and you know hazards of, of doing a good show last year mm-hmm. and the growth this year. So, we had way more people. Um, We didn't quite have an even split between vendors and buyers, but after kind of a a handful of of attempts to figure out what was gonna be the best way to organize everybody, um, finally settled on having the vendors sit at a table, and we ended up doing two vendors to a table for the most part, and then having the buyers round robin. We had, I was table 10,
0: You can't tell listeners, but she's doing math with her fingers and count and trying to count tables from her memory. It's very, we
1: had probably almost 30 tables. Holy, I want to say 25 to 30 tables. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, two vendors for most tables, Mm -hmm. and then buyers walked around. We didn't, we did end up with a couple of breaks so I got like two breaks where there was I didn't have a, a buyer yeah yeah, um, yeah. which was kind of nice because
0: <laughs> need a second to was, catch up yeah
1: ev- ev- um these were you had a 30 second window
0: they were, it was just 30 seconds to pitch
1: yeah it was 30 oh, seconds to
0: pitch man
1: I got a minute to pitch because I was a single table
0: yeah, you were you were there by yourself. So
1: I, I I I I was also at a small table. They couldn't fit a second yeah. set of hey, vendors. Yeah.
0: benefits. Benefits.
1: Um, oh, yeah. So I was literally doing this pitch in 30 seconds and be like, "Wait, okay, no, I have another 30 seconds." But A lot of vendors only had 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: everybody was, you know, trying to rapidly adjust their pitch to accommodate such a short time. Um, and
0: and what like did you find it useful was it a beneficial event
1: i think so 30 seconds is not enough for an elevator pitch yeah but with how many groups we had trying to get everybody through we started late because doug was trying to figure out how to organize this massive room of people yep um yep. i would say that again successful for what it was Hmm. I know changes will be made next year to make it more effective. Sure, I have sure. absolutely zero doubts that that you know Doug is going to take everything he learned from last weekend <laughs> and you know adjust to you know what 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 this convention is growing to be.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like it.
1: But overall, still very very effective and um, useful. have you know, got a lot of. Business cards. Talked to a lot of people. Handed out a lot of our business cards. I'm kind of we're, we're, we're out of business cards. We need to order more.
0: Oh, awesome! That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> all um, the, I we still have the old business cards, but we're basically uh-huh. out of all the new business cards.
0: The ones that have the the QR code.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So we need I'll order those. another box. So I handed out a ton of those. Handed out a bunch of flyers. You know, really just great way to talk to people mm-hmm. and you know introduce myself. Get the where's Keone? <laughs> <laughs> and, then and, then, that, and then
0: you have to wait, and then you have to waste ten seconds of your thirty seconds explaining where Keone is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mostly just said he's he's floating on a boat.
0: Yes, accurate, accurate. I
1: mean, fastest way to get <laughs> that summed there. it up nicely. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's floating on a boat. We hope it's not sinking.
0: Yeah, it, mm, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, tell the I stories, know. but yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the speed networking event that was also the massive storm coming in to town and yeah. it was windy and pouring
0: oh man like I guess we that's had the flood risk. watches
1: like, and warnings all up and down
0: that that's the risk like we were there in January last year and it was freezing cold snowy not actively snowing but snowy and Couldn't really enjoy Owensboro, uh, like the outside of Owensboro, because it was so freaking cold. March, we were hoping for warmer weather. And it sounds like um, March was coming in like a lion or going out like a lion.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The the weather, this was a perfect time. The weather was fantastic. I, Uh of course, love rainstorms. The weirdest thing about the storm, there was a ton of lightning. I did not hear one bit of thunder.
0: Fascinating. Heat lightning.
1: Super weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah you don't see i mean you do not see that out west like where we grew up in colorado if you see lightning it's because there's thunder right behind it like you you don't get heat lightning you do not get heat lightning because they're the air is so dry but out east it's super weird to see that everywhere like
1: i like i keep seeing all these flashes i'm like where's the thunder i want to see how far away it is
0: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) like
1: Everything's flat. Where are my mountains? I don't know which <laughs> way's <the> north, west, south, <laughs> or east. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. That every time I move, I have to re- reorient It kills me.
1: I have no geographical orientation. <laughs> so,
0: that, so that was that was your Friday. That was Friday. And it sounds mm-hmm. like Saturday and Sunday, you were pretty much on the show floor. So let's just jump into the floor. Talk about some of the vendors you taught you bet. Like I saw a ton of YouTube videos getting posted. What, who did you meet? What did you see? Tell us less. So
1: I did not take video of everybody we saw and everybody we talked to.
0: Oh, slacker. Um, Sorry.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, You weren't here. I, I had know. I know. Capabilities. <laughs> and I wanted to have some, you know, us be at the booth too. So that way people could come by. When,
0: when I was doing it, when I was doing it, I literally would just put up a sign at the booth. I'm out on the show floor. Come find me.
1: <laughs> yes we had that, that too we had that too and we did use it excellent um it's, it's, it's also the case that alan stayed at the booth and i was out trying to record but it was a lot easier to have him come out than me trying to sit there and be like oh look phone no no where's my phone <laughs> and yeah. just yeah here
0: i i'm attached I, to the
1: microphone here use use the phone
0: I, I got reasonably good not great but reasonably good at recording myself Talking and then I could like turn it to uh focus on the products that, that they're talking about. But it's really freaking hard to showcase these vendors when you're filming yourself as you're hosting yourself Like if I had had a cameraman, holy, yeah. shit, it would have been better.
1: Yes, Alan did a wonderful.
0: You at oh. least had a cameraman some of the time.
1: I did actually most of the time because once I realized like this is terrible, I can't even take a you know decent selfie. There's no way in hell I could do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god, let's. <laughs> Leslie sent me a picture from our YouTube page that it was just a screenshot of our YouTube page showing one of my, like a clip from one of my vendor spotlights from last year and her doing the vendor spotlight from this year. And the, like the picture that YouTube chose has us looking almost freaking identical, (laughs) same facial expression facing the same way. Like so funny i'll post it on our i'll post it up to facebook because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous we we are not related she's my sister like i consider her a sister but we are not like actually physically related but from that picture we might be related like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you send that to your parents
0: no but i should that'd be hilarious. yeah they will send appreciate that to
1: jd <laughs> you should send that to ah, and Kemo. Ah, ah, ah. Anyway, are you sure I don't actually have a sister?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell tell us no, about I, some I of the caught that. I was
1: like I... Okay, so again, it's just absolutely spectacular. We had so so much fun. Um, we were right across from TFFX Masks and Props, and they are the lovely originators of the Corncob Hammer.
0: Yes, TFFX <laughs> and the was, was just down the aisle from us last year as well, just a couple booths away. They had, like, I freaking love their hammers. I'm amazed you did not come home with one of their hammers for your Harley costume.
1: I didn't have room in my luggage.
0: That carry on. I'm sure TSA I will let that carry- through security. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I had enough issues taking our banner as a carry-on I set it down and left it like three times in the airport
0: <laughs> you have any idea what that banner cost me pieces of my soul
1: <laughs> I know that's why I ran back every time I was, like wait, I'm <laughs> supposed to have something in my hand where is it I had to run back to TSA on one of them
0: oh run Leslie run don't tell me these things <laughs>
1: I mean, if it was shaped like a hammer, I probably wouldn't have forgotten it.
0: Well, next time I'll add a head to it so it is a hammer. <laughs> but yeah, t- keep keep talking about TFFX. I I freaking love their line of. I'm gonna say creative and unusual uh, weapons.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they have some great weapons. Um, beautifully done foam but you know very very sturdy very very stable you know watching them hit their hammers on that just drop it on the ground is it's just fantastic
0: so that sums up tffx masks pretty well and if you want to learn more about them go check them out at tffx masks on facebook okay less before we jump into the rest let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and then you can keep telling us about all the cool stuff you saw out on the show floor But who else did you meet down there on the show floor?
1: Next up, had to stop in and officially meet Tayan from Project Backfire.
0: Oh, my gosh. Now, for those who don't remember, Tayan was, uh, we met her first, I met her last year at Fear Expo, and it was the first time she had been vending. She was 16 at the time. She was using Project Backfire as uh, her senior design project to for uh to graduate her homeschool graduate the right word for homeschoolers i don't know but anyway that was her senior design project and fear expo gave her the opportunity to uh, showcase her wares and that allowed her business to freaking explode that last year she became the youngest vendor to vend the youngest vendor to vend that makes sense right but she became the youngest vendor ever to have a (laughs) booth at transworld which was like so freaking cool
1: that's uh, again, Transworld is hard enough to get into when you've been in the industry, but to have it be your very, very like second show <laughs> is just yeah. ridiculous. And uh, her stuff, Tan's stuff, is totally awesome.
0: I I freaking <laughs> like, love the Richard that we bought. So the Richard is you know it's an air horn uh-huh. attached attached to uh, a battery powered drill, and. You know, you push the button, it's, it's fantastic. But she freaking customizes each one. And like, we wanted to give ours to our porcelain doll character. And so I sent her a picture of our porcelain doll and she freaking customized the Richard with a porcelain doll face that looks so much like our character. Like, oh my God, I freaking love it.
1: It's it's fantastic.
0: What did they have this uh, year so that was she, new?
1: Uh, a whole bunch. So she has expanded her offerings. Because naturally, naturally. Um, but now she has essentially a line for regular storefront. So Ooh, earrings, little tiny, you know, basically something that you're going to find if you walk into like Hot Topic or any other, you know, home 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 crafts type of of store. But again, all still in line with you know what she does with Project Backfire. So you know, she had these great Wednesday earrings that I loved.
0: Um, <laughs> she's got.
1: She's building up a line of not-so-creepy stuffies.
0: Ooh, interesting. In
1: addition to her creepy stuffies. Uh Uh, And I spot like a bunch of (laughs) all of the above. But again, no luggage space. (laughs) Terrible, terrible plan. uh. Uh, um, She had a raven popping out of a trash can. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, it it was great. Uh, Another thing she's got building up is a bunch of tattoo needles
0: yes so yes.
1: she's got them and they buzz so you can get that bzzz,
0: uh, and i remember last year feel not just tattoo guns but she had a uh, dentist drills as well with that sound that like just go right on the back Rates of my neck you. oh yeah yeah Gah.
1: yeah so she she had a whole bunch of great stuff video on her youtube of what she's got and again She's just delightful.
0: She is. She is absolutely you know, every, delightful.
1: Everything that she does is so genuine, and it, you can tell just how much she loves this.
0: Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. loves
1: having opportunity. And she's also become, you know, one of the the one of the big people involved in Fear Expo. So not only is her business taking off, but her industry connections are just growing with leaps and bounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I am so excited to see everything else that she comes up with. Like getting to know her over the last year has been wonderful. And uh, if you want to check out their products, go check out projectbackfire.net. Yeah.
1: It's just it's great stuff. Her her line of creepy stuffies is just
0: delightful. <laughs> Speaking of creepy stuffies, did you get over to Monsters Alive? Yes, I did. Tell us what you saw.
1: They had had <laughs> so much great stuff <laughs> <laughs> they really did they actually had the notebook that i bought with the dragon's eye on front
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: so that was well, that was one of the first things i was like "Ooh,
0: i need but this. you
1: know the other thing oh they had some awesome shrunken heads
0: oh yeah oh my gosh i freaking need those for this year too if we're doing the voodoo theme mm-hmm. of the ghost house
1: yeah they've got some great shrunken heads so the other thing the, what they have is Fantastic. They have a whole bunch of corsified creatures and masks. I didn't really see any of their creepy stuffies, but they definitely had just some awesome, awesome pieces. They're three demons.
0: Is that a mask statue. or Oh like a
1: no, no, it's 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 a it's a it's a prop that's tied with um it has fog machine, it's three goat head skeletons. They're reading from satanic book
0: oh my god that's freaking awesome oh
1: it's it's delightful you you can you can watch watch the uh, the prop on our, our youtube page but yeah they had a whole bunch of stuff and and the shrunken heads just made me laugh
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah monsters alive uh david is the guy who i met last year david and jennifer were there absolutely wonderful people to chat with and kind of like tan like their passion for what they make is evident in everything that they do it is a just really high quality props, really high quality masks and really affordable too. Like you're getting a great bang for your buck with monsters alive. If you want to check out their full line, go check out monsters alive.com and you can read all about their backstory, how they got started, see what drives them and then explore all of the cool projects that they do. They also do custom costumes. So if you are looking for something, or if you need something that you can't find anywhere, you may be able to get it through them.
1: Yeah. They just had some great, great, great things. Okay. So we also talked with Hot Wire, Fo- hot wire Foam Factory.
0: Yes. So the- Where did I meet them? I met them at Midsummer Scream last year and they hooked me up with one of their Hot Wire foam kits. Like, if you're doing any kind of foam work, holy shit, this is a game changer. Like, all of my foam work I am you- doing with freaking saws. And it makes the biggest mess freaking ever.
1: Yeah. Using hot wire to cut foam essentially takes your holy crap styrofoam snow down to basically almost zero. So instead of being covered with stuff that will not come off because of so statically charged, you just get a cut. You have a lot more ability to, to get very, very detailed and and
0: intricate like really um, intricate details mm
1: -hmm. yeah i mean it's basically like trying to use a scroll saw with foam actually i think they have essentially a scroll saw for foam
0: i think you're i think you're (laughs) right yeah but not only that they also like the the next thing i want to buy from them is the bow which like it can cut foam pieces up to like three or four feet thick it's just a really big like a bow, like you like bow and arrow bow, it's shaped like that, but with the hot wire where the pull string would be, and using that you can cut massive pieces of foam, which would be good for yeah. me when I have to rebuild our crypt next year.
1: <laughs> the other great thing about it and what they can do, because it's wire, you can form the wire into whatever shape you want. So if you oh, have the texture considered you're trying that. to go with, you can reshape the wire so you have a specific texture. So if you're trying to do, you know foam crown molding around something instead of trying to cut each little piece place shape the wire into your into your negative and then just use that
0: oh my god that's freaking genius why did i not think of that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) know, we're all
1: about using things in in ways and means that aren't necessarily normal
0: (laughs) and yeah in this case this is exactly how it is designed to be used
1: yes it is and again i it's on the videos on the website but you 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 can maintain a level of consistency with what you're creating by utilizing these techniques, and it cuts down on your mess, which cuts down on your cleanup time, which cuts down on the number of times you would look around and go, oh, God damn it, I've got more foam
0: stuff <laughs> currently having at my office
1: because I built a flat pack and there was styrofoam everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like they beyond just the tools, like they will sell they sell absolutely everything you could need to work with foam, including like. Uh, hard coats for after you've done the the shaping, they have specific glues and then all kinds of patterns and kits. And if you check out their website at hotwirefoamfactory.com, they even have like video tutorials and galleries of stuff that people have made using their tools. It's a fantastic resource to give you inspiration or teach you how to do a new skill using their tools. And you can find everything you need right there on the website.
1: Yeah. And they're delightful. I mean, the, the, the two that run it are just so wonderful to sit and talk to
0: oh yeah absolutely So
1: that was another one of our lovely lovely visits one of the next ones we did was purgatory props
0: oh my gosh i love michael yes i do holy oh, okay i'm done <laughs> <laughs> so to remind everyone purgatory props builds controllers Basically, everything that you could possibly need to make animatronics, Purgatory Props probably has it. And more than that, they have it at a fraction of the cost of what you were going to find just about anywhere else. So, like, if I want to buy a -a peekaboo from Fright Props, I'm in the range of $150. A comparable controller from Purgatory Props is in the range of, like, $50 to $100. So, I'm saving money that I can then put toward other things on the prop instead. And more than anything else... They are my number one source of supply for triggers. If I need like motion sensors or uh, infrared sensors or step hats, whatever to trigger my props, their prices are half of what I can find at like Fry Props. So,
1: and the quality is still just the quality is right so there. Oh, up there,
0: right there, absolutely.
1: I mean, we you use them for the our ghost girl in the haunted ship hall?
0: Correct. Yes. So they ha- they sell a time delay trigger that like i've not seen anywhere else literally it lets you set a delay from when the trigger gets activated to when the prop gets activated and it's super easy to program is literally just push a button wait the amount of time you want push a button again and it's 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 done it's it's programmed like two button presses and that little time delay trigger was critical to letting me do the the ghost walking down the hallway so what did they, What were they showing at the show last?
1: A lot of it just kind of their their basics stuff their triggers. Um, and again, you know, triggers and sensors. We're talking twenty, thirty dollars. You know, ten dollars for just a basic step pad. The price is just they they cannot be beat. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, they're they're working on some new stuff, and it's just it's just what you can do with these with these props is it, just. It's so impressive and it is so cool. And it's so, it makes it so accessible to anybody who's wanting to get into animatronics.
0: Absolutely. And again,
1: the time delay. I'd love the time delay because, Hey, everybody knows that when you get close to a big prop, something's going to go off. But if you haven't set up that it's a thing all the way down there, you've already triggered the motion, de- motion detector before you've even gotten to the prop. It's so much better of a scare control because, you know, they're expecting it to trigger you know when they get there it's already triggering as they've come up or maybe yeah. be- as as yeah. they've gone by so you have so much great control over how your guest is going to experience your props and your animatronics.
0: I, another place I used that last year on the haunted ship, we had a, uh, like a burst pipe animatronic. You know, it's just a, a piece of PVC filled with compressed air. And then when the motion sensor triggers, it just opens a valve and the air comes rushing out, right? But the area that we had this, there were all kinds of obstructions around and we wanted the guests to be far enough past it that if they jumped, they would jump in a safe place so that they're hitting a wall that doesn't have a whole bunch of electrical panels or pipes or whatever. We had to get them to a safe spot for them to fall back into the wall. Right. And safety, I, is, a factor. safety is always a factor. If I had tried to do that, like there's a couple of ways I could do that. I could do it with uh, a motion sensor that has a really freaking long wire and put the you know the motion sensor way far away from it. But then I have to have a very specific motion sensor with a really long wire, or I have to rewire a motion sensor, something along those lines, which is not always feasible. Instead, I had a time delay trigger with the motion sensor right there next to the prop, next to the controller, so everything is nice, tightly contained. It gets triggered, it waited 10 seconds to give them enough time to get far enough away from it, get to a safe spot, and then it triggered. The level of control it affords me was super helpful in tailoring my scares to the scene that it is being placed in. And especially when dealing with a location like a real ship where I don't have full control over what is in that space, having full control of the the scares is critical. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about Purgatory Props, go check them out at PurgatoryProps.com.
1: Okay. Okay. So who else did we talk to? Ooh, this one, I had a lot of fun. And I mean, their pricing is definitely geared toward larger and more professional haunts. But global special effects.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> there are so many
1: things that I want.
0: <laughs> what? So global special effects literally does special effects like weather special effects for movies. They're that quality of of systems. And what I bought last year was a DMX controlled fog machine, but not just any DMX controlled fog machine. This was a fog machine that they had been using. It it was used. That's why I got it it such a great deal. But they had been using it at Disneyland while uh, designing, helping them design the Millennium Falcon at freaking disneyland like this <laughs> fog machine that i own was used on the millennium falcon at disneyland like ah! That's <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh my god yeah so yeah, i so got really excited clearly
1: they just have they've got snow machines they've got bubble machines they have this fantastic cold sparks machine oh
0: <gasps> Tell me more.
1: Okay, so literally one of the reasons I had to go find them was because I'm sitting over in our little corner of the show floor and I just keep seeing all of these little sparks going off somewhere in the middle over like everything. I'm like, huh? I think I want that. I need to go find <laughs> out what that is. <laughs> so I walked over and what they have is it's it's a spark machine. So it literally creates this cascading fountain of sparks. But it's cold, so there's no heat, there's no fire hazard. You can run your hand over it and you know not be damaged. And it is amazing. Like if you have anything that needs to have sparks shooting out,
0: do you do you remember when this we were is designing perfection? Do you remember when we were designing Sanguine and we were talking about the having the cage where the Wendigo had broken out of mm-hmm. and we wanted to have the broken mm-hmm. electrical cage with sparks. This is what we needed yeah. for that.
1: Yeah. Well, this would also be great for our newest project that we're working on that we can't really talk about because pipe break, electrical panel, <laughs>
0: sparks across the floor. <laughs> yes. Absolutely delightful. Oh my god, yes.
1: But, I mean, and there's again, they're their equipment is truly designed for movies shows that professional level of quality that you would want. And the press tag does go with it, but if that's, you know, if you really want to highlight something as this is the, you know, coup de grace of your haunt and you've got the capital to, to make that a thing. Absolutely. I would highly recommend looking into what they offer and just, It's spectacular
0: just to, to give everyone an idea. I looked up the cold sparks machine because I really want it now it's $900, but you know what? I have spent more than that on a prop before that might be one that's worth saving up for.
1: Yeah. It's again, we're talking movie quality. It shows their equipment is very solid, you know, fog machines that are not going to burn out and melt. Very likely at all. Uh, just absolutely fantastic, and the the crew there that was, you know, doing all the demos were delightful. Like they just kept doing the sparks machine for me. <laughs> <'cause I'm> five
0: <laughs> and it looks like it is uh, DMX controlled, so you could use the Pico DMX to control it. Just saying. See? Everything and if you watch together. And if you want to know how to do that, uh, go check out our YouTube page because I have a whole demo on the Pico DMX that I used with my Millennium Falcon Funk machine last year.
1: <laughs> so you get to see both.
0: You get to see both. Exactly. Okay. So if you want to check out Global, they are at globalspecialeffects.com. And I I'm, I I need this cold sparks machine holy shit, Les, what have you done to me
1: what i'm good at you <laughs> to
0: spend <money> on <laughs> you're good at hurting my budget that's what you're good at you're supposed to be the finance yeah. person
1: yeah right so i know how to push the budget
0: you know how to push it th- yeah i'm gonna have to go get a second job just so i can afford this <laughs> oh they have a confetti cannon cryo fetti what is cry what, do you mean? what is cryo mm,
1: i don't think they demoed that for me but i'm pretty sure it's looks like confetti but evaporates i think that's what it is oh
0: jeez Listen, listen to this. You are now witnessing the most advanced CO2 cannon system ever sold. This bad boy is completely customizable from the ground up. We're selling it primarily as a confetti cannon, although it is capable of much more than just confetti. We've had reports of people shooting naked hot dogs from the one-inch barrel, wrapped hot dogs and buns from the two-inch barrel, and T-shirts and miniature Nerf bo- footballs from the three-inch barrel. Awesome. I want a cannon that I can shoot hot dogs out of?
1: I mean, who wouldn't?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, who else? Who have we not talked about yet?
1: So, we have not talked about Ghastly Garb.
0: Ooh, I don't know them.
1: So, this is a newer venture. It's run, it started and run by um, one of the individuals who works on The Haunt and does all of their costuming and a bunch of their design elements. And for those who don't remember,
0: for those who don't remember, the the haunt is Doug Sheldon's haunt up in Grand Rapids, Michigan.
1: Yes. So run by an individual who works for Doug and has decided to expand into costume design and costume making. But his focus is on costumes for women. Interesting. Because you know so many of our costumes that are out there, they're designed for guys. You know, haunting is in a lot of ways still male majority, uh, although that is <laughs> rapidly changing because ladies are weird too. <laughs> but it's fully customizable. Everything he does customize the color, the, the cut, the, the style, um, the sizing is all customizable. And he's, you know, he's just getting started. But, and again, video of him on our YouTube. And I mean, just the costumes that he had out were spectacular. Like I could see, absolutely, with some modifications, using them, you know, for our porcelain doll, for some of our other characters, um, and getting that worn, lived-in look, but still having it tailored and designed for functionality as working as a hot actor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you describe any of the costumes that you saw? I know you've got a video up on our YouTube page, but for our audio listeners...
1: The other reason I was excited, he does corsets.
0: Ah, of course. One of your favorites.
1: One of my favorites. Um, But they're definitely more designed for functional. So still silhouetting, um, getting that uh, corseted silhouette designed to be able to be moved in to be comfortable so he essentially had this great dress ratty skirt ratty shirt with a corset on top so again very much in that era of what you would expect to see with our porcelain doll
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so everything you get, he it's it's i love it because it's all fully customizable you know, mm-hmm. what what how much distressing do you want what type of distressing colors what he had was kind of a maroon and white but you want to change it up, everything's up. And just the fact that he does it, custom sizing. Ooh. Yeah. So
0: so they can help anyone find something.
1: They can help anyone get a costume for their character. So I'm really excited with what he's got and where he's going to be going with with this company.
0: Do do you remember his name? Definitely check out
1: Gastly Garb. Okay, no name, but they are found uh, ghastly garb uh, on Facebook. Again, this is a very, very new company, but excellent, excellent design, and I'm really excited for for what they're going to keep coming up with.
0: Yeah, sounds like it. I'm I'm going to have to check them out myself. That, I got to say, that's what probably the thing that I like most about Fear Expo. It gives new vendors an opportunity to get their foot in the door in the industry when just starting out it's almost impossible to get into like the trans worlds because it just costs too much but fear expo is still small enough it's still inexpensive enough that it gives those new vendors the 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 chance to get their products out in front of customers
1: yeah and it that's such a great great opportunity that fear expo is providing i mean Project Backfire last year, Ghastly Garb this year, giving everybody an opportunity. And even for us, I mean, we're, we've been around for many, many years now, but we're still, you know, in a lot of ways, a relatively small podcast and being able to go and talk to everybody and meet people. It's just, it's a great opportunity that we really wouldn't have otherwise because so many of the other shows are expensive out of the way. And, you know, and, and like, for example, Transworld, you have to have a level of industry credibility
0: yeah, to even yeah.
1: be able to apply for a booth. Right. So awesome, awesome things there.
0: Well, so that's not next. to say, wait, wait, but that's not to say that uh, Fear Expo does not have some of the larger names. My freaking favorite company was there, VFX. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: they had so many
1: great things. <laughs> So they had their, you know, newest, well their standard line of their arm puppets, yep. which are there to, you know, jump out and attack and just walk around and sit on your shoulder. I love their raven.
0: The the raven kind of is it. it was super cool. <laughs> Go check out uh, our YouTube page again cuz Leslie got a good video of the raven. Um but it, it's it's a freaking enormous raven, but sound, like the sound yes. is very realistic, it looks, moves around very realistically. It's a very cool puppet.
1: Mm-hmm. and then their newest are their little surprise boxes <laughs> which so much fun describe the less it's a box probably about like a foot and a half feet.
0: yeah a foot and a half two feet foot square and a half cube
1: cube and you hold it it's just a box and then you open the box and a monster pops out yeah and each box has a different monster So there's a clown, and the clown box is really, really cool because it's mirrored. So you can see when you're looking inside the box, it looks empty. It's a mirror, it looks empty, and it pops open. And here's this clown and freaking
0: clown head popping out at you. And not not just pops Mm -hmm. out, it's on a a scissor mechanism. So it's actually like coming at you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So another one is a biohazard box with a head. So you can see the head, you can see the biohazard box. It's all lit, lit up. And then again, you know, you're standing there and it's it's wiggling around like, oh no, what do we do? And then it just pops up and, <laughs> and you get attacked by a zombie head. <laughs> These were absolutely delightful.
0: The, the new again, one, the, go ahead. The,
1: the, the scissor mechanism, you know, I, uh, on, on the, the biohazard box, I was right up close. So you can see just how close that head got to my camera as I was filming <laughs> this. Just great. And I couldn't stop giggling because it's hilarious. That awesome. And, it's a, yeah. great pro- and yeah, it's a great prop for, you know, either jump scares, but also I could see this being used very, very effectively in a queue line.
0: Absolutely, freaking lutely. Like you're just wandering around the queue line, get nice and close to someone and then pop. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. the the new one that I saw in your video that I hadn't seen before looked like um like a kid's play block. You know, the, the letter blocks that we all, that I think every kid has had at some point in their lives. But it's one of those, you pop it open and a zombie baby uh, comes jumping out at you. That made me giggle. Like, I freaking loved it.
1: Yeah, that was another really great one. Because again, it just looks like an oversized kid's block. Yep. With letters and numbers all around and, you know, kind of brightly colored. And then it just... Out, pops the
0: baby head. And I'm just out there minding my own business, You know, carrying this block. Maybe uh, I, I have to carry it around to uh, to a room or, or whatever. Um, Past the queue line. But as I'm going, just pop, baby comes out. And what I love about yeah. like everything that VFX creates, it will fit any theme. Every one of their props, mm-hmm. you can find something to fit whatever your theme is. I really want to buy a bungee head this year. And that mm-hmm. is exactly what it sounds like. It's a head on a bungee you slide the bungee around your wrist lock it in place and then you can throw it at people and the bungee will make it snap back so people just see this thing flying at them but it's it's nice and safe and you have perfect control over it because you it's attached to you as long as you're not too close people looking at you
1: i don't get too close
0: (laughs) (laughs) they handed you candy hit them you got close enough to get candy from (laughs) trick-or-treaters
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: I was supposed to I asked nicely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to check out VFX, you can find them at vfxcreates.com. Get your orders in because they tend to fill up really fast. The, uh, the two guys who run it, Patrick and Doug, uh, are doing all of the work themselves. So if you want something from them, you have to get it get your order in early. Particularly if you want it by Halloween, which reminds me I should probably get my order in now. Okay. Any other any other vendors you I think we've covered all the ones that you you hit the uh the vendor spotlights on. Were there any other vendors nope. that jumped out at you? There's one more. Oh, who do we miss?
1: New Rule FX.
0: Who is yeah. New Rule FX?
1: So, probably one of my favorite <laughs> These guys are kind of up in the line with Global Special Effects, where they design and build movie TV props. Like right now they're building this massive replica of the Fat Boy Atomic Bomb for a museum. In Ohio, I believe. So their big thing is realism, both in terms of visual, but also in terms of feel and how it looks on screen as it's being used. So what I really wanted to get from them, they had a baseball bat.
0: (laughs) Of course you did.
1: And it's foam. But one of the really, really cool things, one of the things that I struggle with when I do props because I
0: she likes if I have something them. that I'm supposed to
1: use in a what, what? well yes if I <laughs> have something I'm supposed to use in a specific <laughs> way. I want the prop to be able to mimic what it would feel like if I was using the real thing. So don't give me a baseball bat that's light and bendy. you know, Give me the metal bat that I can spark on the fence. Or give me neural effects is that? because the weight and how it was weighted, matched a baseball bat.
0: Wow. But What was it made of? So
1: it was made of foam and it had a a harder foam core, Uh but just the weight on it, you pick it up and it feels like you have a bat. So when you're swinging it, you don't have to work as hard to mimic what a swinging bat weighted properly would look like Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's already mostly there. So these types of props that are built and designed in a way that is to be realistic, not just in terms of visual, but also in terms of functionality while still being not actually a weapon sure is huge for, for your actors because you can give them that much more access to realism.
0: It's, without it's one less thing they have to think about. Hard. That's it. It's one less thing mm-hmm. they have to think about to make their performance realistic. Yeah.
1: So I absolutely fell in love with that bat <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like the, I'm, so I'm on their webpage nice. right now and the number of like the wide range of things that they do, mm-hmm. like they have balsa wood props. So you want a folding chair, you can break over someone. They make one out of balsa wood that you can literally break over people. They do foam rubber tools, pickaxes and knives and baseball bats there, but like crowbars even and mm-hmm. like big rubber props like cinder blocks or anvils all made out of some sort of foam or rubber. And I absolutely love these freaking, they have silicone rubber maps that look like pools of blood so that you just throw down one of the, they, these down anywhere and it, it looks like a pool of blood. Yeah,
1: and it really, they have broken glass that's just silicone, but when and because of how it's built and how it's designed, when it explodes, it can still show that image that you want it to and that mm-hmm. kind of that visual that, that you want to be able to see yeah. uh, they have some great blood rigged props so scalpel
0: oh yeah doctor,
1: scalpel sliced down and here's this thin line of blood that comes with it it's just fantastic
0: yeah and yeah. then
1: the other favorite thing that they had was they broke a bottle over my head which i've always wanted to have happen is i have a breakaway bottle smash on my head they
0: they go check out our youtube page and find new rule our video on new rule fx because they literally broke a bottle over leslie's head on the video for us it's, it was great. <laughs> and like they they have so many different breakaway bottles like brown beer bottles and green and uh beer steins pint glasses Tumblr glasses, a freaking coffee mugs. Like if you can imagine, there are five pages of these things. Ooh, champagne flute. They have so many different options for these breakaway props and they're reasonably inexpensive. Holy crap. They have a light bulb. Like they have a light bulb that you could break over someone's head.
1: Mm Yeah. Ashtrays. The other thing that's really great is they do custom work as well. Oh. So if you do need something specific mm-hmm. that you cannot find on their website and again their website is here fairly here's extensive a, here's a swizzle stick. <laughs> yeah quite quite extensive they do custom work so if you do have something specific that you want to do get in touch with them and see you know what it would be f- to to have them build something for you they have a freaking violin <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah. oh my gosh You know, a lot of this, I don't know, I would use it in a haunt just because, you know, trying to, well, I I guess it depends how many days we're open, like trying to make repeat it, trying to make that repeatable is going to be expensive. But Mm -hmm. if I have like a very specific scare that I want to do, or even like, let's say uh, I'm going to, you know, we're taking our, uh, we're taking sanguine out to a, a parade or something to advertise ourselves. That may be a perfect a perfect opportunity to use something like this, mm-hmm. S- strike that wow factor, and you know imprint your brand inside people's minds. And just imagine, like taking one of those bottles and slapping your logo sticker on it, and then breaking it over someone's head. Free advertising, free advertising, <laughs> memorable free advertising. Good. Okay, not free. You got to pay Very. the sixteen dollars for the bottle, but still.
1: $16 for a bottle, though.
0: <laughs> <Not so bad>. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, no, exactly.
1: They have a meat hook. Uh,
0: naturally, they have a meat hook. I'm looking at like their, <laughs> their masonry. They have like, you know, cinder blocks and rocks and bricks and concrete and oh, breakaway glass tiles. There you go. Like, yeah, newrulefx.com. Go check them out you will be amazed at the kind of stuff that they carry and all movie quality.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much things that can be. reused, Skillets. with the exception of the, <laughs> with the exception of the breakable glass, all of this is designed for reuse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking at their rubber props real quick just because I have to, Oh, they have body parts too.
1: Of course. Uh huh. Yeah, they've got some really good body parts.
0: Ah, uh, there's the the oversized clown mallet cuz everybody needs an oversized clown mallet. Ooh, they even have like perma blood and things.
1: Yeah, and their um their fake blood is fully washable. Really? Yes.
0: Like uh water soluble it, so you can
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's something you know again cuz we're talking designed for movies. You have to do a blood spray, you need to do another take, you have to wash all of that off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Redo
1: it that doesn't work if it's either not coming off or if it's leaving any residue <laughs> or stain
0: behind. Not so helpful. Indeed.
1: But they have their own special formula for their blood that is washable and does come off with water.
0: Well that that sounds absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm definitely going to be looking into them more for uh, for the upcoming year cuz I just want stuff. I need it. <laughs> it's so much fun It's well, so delightful It sounds like you had just an absolutely fantastic time at Fear Expo
1: Yeah, really, really did Absolutely delightful I wish I could have gotten to, to any of the classes
0: Yeah, um, always my biggest regret it,
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just so hard Because there's so much going on on the show floor And just the growth that they had between last year and this year was huge
0: Yeah, yeah And
1: that alone caused some problems but it also gave so many people so much of an opportunity to show off what they have and mm-hmm. what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it was just delightful. I can't wait till next
0: year. <laughs> Me neither. Okay, so let's wrap it up.
1: Fear expo is awesome. You should absolutely absolutely try and go next year. Definitely worthwhile to do the VIP pass mm. just because of the sheer amount of extras and care that goes into. Um, the VIP experience at yeah. Care Expo.
0: Yeah. And if I remember correctly, it was only a $40 difference between yeah, it, the it's... regular pass, the general admission and the, and the VIP. That being said, like the general admission was $25. Like that's so much more inexpensive than any other show I have been to. Yeah.
1: It, it's, it's very affordable and it's absolutely worth
0: it. Absolutely. I absolutely. I, hope my ship is in next year so that we can or so that i can go to because i was so sad watching all the stuff you were posting and not being able to experience it there with you
1: yeah it's just just so much fun (laughs) and i didn't even get to you know i i got to maybe half of everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's, there's still, there were so many things. I barely even explored the black light section.
0: That That's true. I didn't, we didn't even talk about that. Like they had a whole section of the show floor that was completely blacked out so that vendors could show off their black light responsive props. And I know like you do not do well in, in UV lighting. So I imagine you didn't spend too, a whole lot of time there.
1: No, I tried. I tried. And they had a bunch of the 3d, UV oh paintings. yeah like
0: uh stewardism designs and a, What's, uh, yeah uh, i can't think of the other guy <laughs> i met last year who did it josh maybe uh, i can't remember i'll have to go look it up
1: yeah so you know just some some great things and it didn't even scratch the surface in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. 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 Well go check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash at haunting you, just the letter U. And you can see all the videos that Leslie posted uh, highlighting the awesome products that these vendors had. Additionally, you can find out more about the hunting you podcast by checking out our website at huntingyou.com or checking us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash hunting you. And of course, go follow our Instagram at hunting university, where you can stay abreast of all of the exciting things that we're doing this summer. It is now build season. We are getting into it. And as, as Leslie has alluded, uh, we are in the middle of a, a haunted house design that. I am very excited special about special project. Special project is right, but we cannot talk about it yet. So that is going to be featured uh, on on some future episodes of the podcast. So go to your favorite podcast app, like Podbean, Apple Podcast, Spotify, etc., and subscribe to the Haunting You podcast so that you can hear all about this special project when we're finally allowed to talk about it. Yes,
1: um, it's it's so cool. I think the other thing I wanted to say, if I didn't say it earlier to everyone who came out and said hi and stopped by the booth and talked with us. And you know everybody, we had listeners stop by. It was so lovely to, to meet you guys and to spend time with everybody who's at Fear Expo. So thank you so much for stopping by our little booth in the corner and coming out and seeing us. And for all of our new listeners who found us at Fear Expo, welcome, uh, go back, listen to whichever episodes you want. There's plenty of them. And you know, let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about in the future. Uh, we always love to hear what you guys are looking to know about and learn about. And that's that's really what we're here for is we're as much an entertainment podcast as we are about education.
0: That, that's a great point. You know, the, our whole podcast is about how we design and build haunts. Our first 10 episodes highlight the, uh, the haunting you method, the method that we use to to build those props. So, if you're new to the podcast, have never listened before, go check out those first ten episodes in particular, because it it talks about our method, and then everything after that is uh, uh, how we apply that method. So, d- first ten episodes. Granted, we were not quite as entertaining then. We we were pretty good, but we've learned a lot in the I don't, how long we've we been doing this? Five, six years since. Uh, so mm, started in sixteen. I I promise. The the quality gets better. But the content is still good. All right. I think that wraps up our April episode. We will see you all back in May. But in the meantime, from all of us here at Haunting You, happy haunting.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: We are incredibly thankful to all the sponsors who make this show possible, particularly our premium sponsors, the Chamber of Haunters and Fear Expo. You can learn more at chamberofhaunters.com and fearexpolive.com. Check out the Haunted You podcast at hauntingyou.com for more information on everything that we do. Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see the show notes for more information on all the clips used in this episode.